Hi everyone, what's up? It's Stephanie. This is Transfer Tea with the TSSC. Today, we're going to be highlighting our very own peer mentor, Sam. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Me too. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, any fun facts you want to share and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. So my pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, I'm from the LA area. I am a humanities and communication major with an emphasis in communication studies. And I guess a fun fact would be that I've always loved being on stage. This isn't like something someone like everyone really knows about. My first performance was in preschool and I've acted throughout elementary and high school. I've just always loved movies and acting and being behind the scenes and things like that. Ooh, that's exciting. I didn't even know that about you, Sam. I've been working with her all the time, guys, and I did not know that. That's awesome. Hi everyone, this is Sam from the future. <laughs> I got this idea to do a lightning speed question round after I had recorded the episode with Stephanie. So I have Carla here. Hi Carla, thank you for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. So whenever you're ready, we can get started. Alrighty. <laughs> Which Netflix series are you currently binge watching? I finished binge watching, it's not on Netflix, but um, Westworld, um, which is on HBO Max. If you're a science fiction fan, I definitely recommend it. Ooh, that sounds cool. What is your favorite time of the day and why? Ooh, definitely morning because it's so calm and chill and, you know, living in Marina, you can hear the birds and the marine layers there. It's so nice. That's very true. It is, it is super like nice and calming. I love that. Would you rather have the ability to read minds or the ability to fly? Oh, uh, probably fly because I think <laughs> reading minds and like knowing what people think about me. Yeah, don't want to do that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> if you could go to Mars, would you? Why or why not? Uh, I'm kind of like in between on this one because part of me is like, what if, you know, something happens to my oxygen tank, like all of the other sci-fi movies that I've seen, <laughs> but it would also be a good experience. So I'm split down the middle for this one. That is so funny. <laughs> if you could choose a band slash artist, dead or alive, to play one show, who would it be? Oh, definitely Queen. I was a huge Queen fan in elementary school, still am, so Queen. That's a really good one. Would you rather be a tiger or a hummingbird and why? Hummingbird for sure. So I actually have a hummingbird feeder right outside my house. So it's super awesome to be able to hear and see hummingbirds all the time. They just speed so quickly and <laughs> they're so cute. They are. Where is one place in the world where you'd rather be? Honestly, probably Hawaii because I've been wanting to actually go to Kauai, which is an island you can hike and stuff, and it looks like a beautiful area to be, so probably there. Yes, who doesn't want to go to Hawaii? <laughs> what would your dream house look like? Oh, my dream is to live in a tiny house or a tree house, which would still be a tiny house. Yes, oh my gosh, I love tiny home like tours on YouTube and whatnot. Like I went through a whole phase during the beginning of quarantine and that's all I would watch. So I agree with you. <laughs> what fictional world or place would you like to visit? Ooh, as you know, I'm a huge Avatar The Last Airbender fan and would like to bend elements so 
maybe that one. That'd be really cool. Would you rather be the funniest person or smartest person in the room? That's a good question. Probably funniest because humor is great. It always makes people feel good. Humor is so healing, so yes. I love that. Last question. If you had to pick one song to sing during karaoke, what would it be? Oh, shoot. I feel like I've had an answer for this one. Um, so it'd either be Sunday Morning by No Doubt or something, or Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen because it's just an iconic song to sing, especially if you're in a group of people who know the song. It's just a fun song. I agree. It's a really good song. Thank you so much, Carla, for doing this. And now let's get back to the rest of the episode. So where does your journey as a transfer student begin? Like, was this your plan or, you know, did something happen in the middle? Yeah, so I actually went to um, Port of Los Angeles High School, which is a, a charter college prep school. And so there's definitely a lot of pressure to go to college right after high school and um, go to UCs and Cal States. And I've definitely like felt that pressure a lot. They emphasize going to college and that was kind of the route that most people took in high school. So ever since I was in middle school, I knew that I wanted to live in Northern California but I didn't know how I was going to get there. So I ended up just applying to a bunch of Cal States and San Francisco State was my number one choice. What? Um, yeah, and I actually got <laughs> in, which was super cool and went to orientation and was going to like, was really set on going. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, but then housing was filled and I couldn't find a place to stay. So I decided to just go back home and go to community college. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's how I ended up going to community college. I ended up going to Cerritos Community College. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's so crazy that you had, you literally went to orientation and everything was almost all set. And then, wow, that's crazy. So you already mentioned what community college you went to. So how did you decide the major that you're in? So your HCOM major. Yeah, so I applied to Cerritos to get an AA in film, actually. So here's where that fun fact kind of comes (laughs) back around. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I took some really cool classes. I really enjoyed exploring that. But um, I ultimately just decided to kind of leave that. Um, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I followed some advice from one of the counselors at at Cerritos that kind of said, oh, you know, if you're still thinking about going to a four year, you can just get an AAT or an an Mm. AA degree to transfer. And so... Um, I decided to do that. I went from an AA in film to undecided. I was undecided for, I would say, like a year or so. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Film. All right, Sam. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) I was undecided for a while and continued taking my general ed classes until I took my very first speech class in 2016 and something clicked. I loved that class so much and decided that communication studies was something that I was interested in. And as I continued to take more speech classes, it just continued to cement the fact that it was the right choice 
So that's how I kind of became or was on the path to become、um, an HCOM major. Oh, wow. Speech classes? Oh, my goodness. Those are <laughs> scary to me. So I'm glad that that like, really helped you, you know, find your favorite thing to do talk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs>、um, so, Sam, what were some of your challenges that you had at Cerritos Community College? So, losing motivation. There was this time where I just completely kind of lost motivation. So, as I was working towards getting my degree and transferring,、uh, I was also working at Panera for that time. And I had been at Cerritos for two years, and I think I was just losing motivation because I didn't, I still hadn't decided what I. Wanted to do, although you know, communication studies was an interest, I wasn't like fully convinced and was like, I don't even know if I want to continue going to college. So I just kind of stopped going to class.、Um, mm. I lost motivation and ended up failing a class. And、um, this was a super interesting. Lesson or experience, I guess, because you know, being a strug- always struggling with perfectionism and being a student who always like pushed myself to get A's and B's、yeah. no matter what,、um, I felt like a failure failing a class.、Mm. But it's so it's so funny because it made me realize like we don't know why a student fails a class, there's so many. Factors and reasons why that might、yeah. happen, and it doesn't show anyone's value, you know, it doesn't make us、right. any, any less worthy of accomplishing our goals. So, I just needed to say that, you know, there's so much shame and stigma against failing a class and failing classes,、right. even exactly. But,、It、anyways,、really、no shame in that, no shame, period, no shame. <laughs> We are not shamers. At the transfer center. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you know, through that time, what really helped you? And maybe there was someone who helped you, or just what helped you during these challenging times? So, definitely, my mom was a big、um, help throughout this process.、Um, and she told me, you know, you're going to contribute to society in some way. Whether that be working or going to the military or continuing to go to school, I was going to do something with my life. So I decided, okay, well, you know, I don't really want to do <laughs> any of the other options. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, for sure. So I'm going to go, I'm going to continue to go to school. Luckily, I did because. That very next semester after I failed that class, I ended up retaking the class with a different professor because it was、right. the only availability in my schedule at that point. And good thing because I met <laughs> such a, an important person、um, of that journey that helped me throughout that process, who was Professor Ralph Castellanos.、Um, mm. And he taught me argumentation and debate. Yeah, I think the biggest lesson that I learned about that was just. Um, the importance of representation. He was also of Latinx background, like me, Latinx professor who、right. was a child of a single mother 
just like me and he um talked about struggling with continuing to go to college so you know we <laughs> no we definitely related. found a lot yeah. of yeah we related a lot and um one of the most significant advice that he gave me was um to find my motivation and to remind myself of that motivation in challenging times and times that I don't want to go to class right. so that was super helpful oh that is so awesome people i love like good professors and people who just not only teach but they want to like help you find yourself and help you you know become your best you and your professor definitely did that and that's so great yeah so the big question is how did you decide to go to CSUMB was this your first choice or were you trying to go back to that other school <laughs> <laughs> I actually ended up applying to East Bay CSUMB and other local Cal states right at this point it's so weird how how much you can change but I didn't want to be away from my family um Aww. situations in my life that I just really wanted to be close to them so um East Bay and CSUMB were not really on my radar <laughs> oh wow um, so I was using my Cerritos email to uh, communicate with colleges and I kind of forgot about that oh, no. <laughs> and so um I didn't check that until it was too late and um Long Beach and Fullerton had sent me uh, messages that I needed to turn in certain documentation and missed the deadline. So I was waitlisted. Uh, ultimately, it was between CSUMB and East Bay. And I had visited East Bay um, in the past, but I just, it wasn't for, like, I didn't really connect with it too much. Right. So I did some research and found that the HCOM department really aligned with my values. CSUMB was vegan friendly, environmentally conscious, and advocate for social justice. So all of these things really check the boxes for me. And it was right. just a leap of faith too. Cause mm -hmm. I, like I said, hadn't toured it at all. So I was just like, screw it, man. Like I'll just, <laughs> I'll just go and see what happens. And really it was meant to be it was right oh and the rest is history nah just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's so good wow yeah that using your community college email it really like i mean i'm glad you used it because if not you would have been maybe in long beach or something and we would not have you here today so that's Very so true. great <laughs> all righty so you know, you're at, you decided CSUMB, you know, you moved in, you got here. How was your first semester at CSUMB? Oof. Well, um, I think the first two months were definitely really challenging because, you know, when you're at home, you have a support system, whether that be friends or family or, who, or however that looks like. And then when you move away to a whole different environment, um, you have to build a new support system. Right. Um, I mean, obviously family is always there and they were a phone call away, but it just isn't the same. So, yeah. so it's just nice to have that support system there. And so the first two months was just me trying to find that. And it, it was hard because I would get homesick and, 
and stuff like that but definitely staying busy was helpful um and also i had such a great friendly kind super welcoming and amazing roommate Hmm, that's awesome but yeah ultimately i still had to find my my niche and so i wanted to get a campus job so i was a little late to the game but i went to otter jobs which is the um website where you can find um jobs and internships in the local area right and the application for being a peer mentor at the transition success center was luckily still there um (laughs) it was like on the last day or something and um i knew one of the requirements was to at least have one semester at csumb but i was like i have nothing to lose at this point I really want an on-campus job, so I'm going to apply anyway. And I was very transparent about being a new student, then got the interview and got the job. So, hey, awesome. (laughs) Yeah, starting and working for the Transition Success Center was just life-changing and game-changing because it also brought me um, two of my closest friends from CSUMB which were peer mentors as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another shout out here to Ben and Daisy, previous peer mentors um, and really, really good friends of mine. So if it wasn't for the TSSC, you know, I wouldn't have met them. Oh, that is so awesome. I love that for you. And you're still here and you get to meet new people like me. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Awesome. So, you know, you have your job at CSUMB. Is there any other like organizations or clubs that you're involved in or were involved in? I'm actually a part of the National Transfer Honor Society, Tau Sigma, which is a great organization with Stephanie or the treasurer. Yes, I'm the treasurer. It's a great love it. Yeah, it's just another way, another organization that helps transfer students throughout their journey and provides support. Another yeah, great resource on campus. Shout out to Ta- Tau Sigma. Period. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. We like you, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so everything's going good. You got your job on campus. You have new friends, good friends. You're in some clubs. But then COVID-19 happens. So how was this transition from in-person to online? When we had to transition to being online or being virtual, I was starting my second semester at CSUMB and like halfway in. And that was definitely such a huge challenge and change that I kind of, I realized I needed to adapt super quickly. It was hard on (laughs) the professors and you know students as well of making that change that transition so rapidly and i think the benefits that i felt um through going virtually is that i was able to focus more on myself and realize that the way that i was going to get through uh virtual zoom or (laughs) virtual (laughs) learning was um, to develop a schedule that really benefited me or or um, allowed me to focus on like my physical, mental and spiritual health and 
kept me like on track to complete my courses and classes but oof it's really right. hard like you have <laughs> to have so much motivation like you, do. you know coming you back really to do. that that lesson of motivation and what is that that for that driving force that is pushing you through your education i really had to channel that and uh, it's been challenging there's definitely challenges and you have to make sure that you are staying on top of your homework and things it isn't like being on campus where if you have extra time you can just walk into the clc and and sign up for right. tutoring or anything like that <laughs> It's like you have to really <laughs> make that time and carve that time out in your schedule for yourself. So I, you know, there's definitely pros and cons to it all. Obviously, overall, you know, I think it happens. So <laughs> it's just about adapting. Right, you have to because we had to. We had no choice, and it's so crazy to to like actually think about it. Like we're what 13 years into our education of in per 13 14 years into our education in person and then drastically oh everybody's online so yeah being able to adapt has really been important probably for all of us in general so i'm so glad that that happened for you and i mean i'm not glad covid happened no 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 no, no. but just being able to take lessons from it you know yeah i guess, I guess it was okay Hopefully we're back next semester. <laughs> what do you really miss most about being on campus? It's definitely very different, very different experiences. Um, being on campus, just that sense of community. You know, you can be walking through the halls, going to get, you know, a coffee at the Verb, which was like one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> and right. see, you know, friends and and um, people in classes that you have and just being able to walk around and experience a beautiful beautiful campus there's nature like in between everything in between buildings and stuff so <laughs> yeah those birds <laughs> those turkey those birds. birds i don't know what they are but i would see them a lot yeah those birds um <laughs> that being said I've been to some really great online events. So if you're currently a student at CSUMB are kind of hating online school, try going to events. You never know who you're gonna meet. It can be a fun experience. Yeah, it really can be. And you know, there's a lot of like, I don't wanna attend Zooms and there's nervousness, but somebody else is gonna be nervous too. Your next new friend might be just as nervous as you, but you're gonna make a friend and be friends forever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that actually did happen. So, oh, really? <laughs> that actually happened to um, someone who attended one of our events. And she was a, a past mentee of mine. Oh, yeah. And she met her best friend through one of our events. So, you know, you never know if that's going to happen to you. <laughs> Period. So slide to our events, y'all, because <laughs> your best friend might be waiting for you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Sam, is there anyone you would like to thank during our podcast as a venue shout out? Yeah, sure. Um, there's never enough room to give an extra shout out to my mom, <laughs> to, who just was super supportive throughout all of the periods of time where um, I didn't know what I wanted to do of, of doubt and um, has been extremely encouraging throughout the entire process. Extra love, extra love 
and always to my mom. Um, and yeah, shout out to Professor Maria Villasenor and Professor um, Madrula Mascarenas. I actually met them uh, in my first semester at CSUMB and have taken multiple classes with them just because they're super great. Um, they've always been extremely supportive and encouraging, always encouraging me to express my ideas um, and have given me a lot of confidence that I have, you know, valuable things to share. So yeah, extra shout out to, to those professors for challenging me and still being extremely supportive, encouraging and awesome. Right. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Lastly, I wanted to shout out Jacinto Salazar, the coordinator of the Transfer Student Success Center. Um, you know, he's always been really supportive throughout my entire journey. And, you know, he tells us that um, our individual well being is above us being um, students or working at the Transfer Center, which he shows that through his actions. So that has been super great to be around someone who is checking in on a regular basis. And also like working with you all and mm. just being a part of the Transfer Student Success Center has been like the highlight of my CSUMB experience because not only is Jacinto such a amazing and kind person, but also everyone else who he's hired, you know, <laughs> everyone else on the team um, shares those same qualities. And it's been such a great um, experience and been a pleasure to work on events and help students and just being able to connect with students it's been definitely a highlight and like i said working with you all like i really I, enjoyed doing the um avatar the last airbender right? honestly <laughs> that was I so that. fun and then our our self-care workshop that was so i really really did enjoy creating that and um oh, sam Awesome, Sam. So when are you actually going to graduate from CSUMB and what is next after you graduate? So I'm actually graduating this semester and you know, I don't necessarily know what's next and that's okay. It is. Um, it's okay not to have everything figured out as I've learned throughout my entire journey. <laughs> Um, right. things will show up and line up and things will lead me to where I need to be. I will say though that I'm not discounting um, higher education so who knows but getting my master's or even my PhD might be in my future. Not, I'm not knocking it off the table. It's definitely... Not yet. Anyway it's been such a an amazing journey full of full of ups and downs but it's gotten right. me to this place in my life where I'm extremely happy and grateful for all of the people and experiences that have got, have come through it. Yes, I love that, Sam. That was such a beautiful story. Um, we all have our journeys and 
that is a wrap for this episode of Transfer Tea with TSSC. And thank you all for listening and join us all next time, April 30th, for my transfer story, Miss Bethany Castro, me. You definitely don't want to miss this one. It's going to be filled with tea, period. All right. Bye, y'all.